You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, praise the Lord, saints of God. Uh, I trust you're having a wonderful day, and uh, I believe that what we're going to share with you today will be something that you can really make work in your own life. I want to talk to you about faith. It's, uh, it's the building block of all of our lives and something that God has just been speaking to my spirit lately. And I, I want to start our podcast today in Romans chapter 1 and verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. It's uncovered. It's revealed. We can see it. From faith to faith, it's revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. And so um, this is what the word righteousness means. Remember now, the Bible says that from faith to faith, the righteousness of God is being revealed. It's, given, it's being uncovered. We're discovering what it is. And this is what the root of it is. To give evidence or proof of a thing to expose to the eyes or to show literally. And so he's saying that when we move from faith to faith, that God begins to literally give evidence. He shows to our natural eyes what our spirit man already sees. And uh, this, this podcast really started with just something that God dropped in my spirit because and I've experienced this over a lifetime, and I think many of you can attest to the same thing. But many times, the trial of faith that we're going through is to prepare us for the battle that we are yet to encounter. And I'm not talking about where it takes all of our strength out of us, but it is creating in us a level of faith that when we get to that next place, that we're able to move in it with confidence and victory and not be defeated. And God always will prepare us for what we're getting ready to walk into. That's why the scripture says, as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. And so, uh, in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7, this is a familiar portion of verse that we remember. It says that we walk by faith and not by sight. Uh, first of all, faith is a journey. It's not a place. It's not some place that, that you get there and then you never leave. Faith is a constant journey. That's why the Bible says we go from faith to faith, that, that God will, will take you through a process, but he's creating in you a level. Every time we go through a trial, every time we go through a test, and we don't fail, it makes us stronger. Every time you come out of it and you pass the test, it creates another level of faith in you that when you encounter the next obstacle or the next battle, that you have another level of faith, another level of strength that you can defeat the enemy in. And so uh, in Corinthians, he says, we walk by faith and not by sight. Here's, here's what the word walk means. It means to go beyond or go to the other side. Whenever God allows you to get in a position where your faith is stretched, 
It's not just so you'll have more faith. It is because God wants to take you somewhere else. There's a there's another place in him that in him we live, we move, we have our being. For, and I'll give you an example. Uh, in the Old Testament, we know that when Israel was in the land of Egypt and God sent Moses back to Pharaoh and said, let my people go. And then God does 10 different incredible miracles. Part of the reason that he was doing those miracles was he was trying to show Israel his power, how great he was, how that he could control nature, he could control the hearts of men, he could speak a word and, and the firstborn would die, he could control the sun, any, all of those things. He was displaying to Israel his power through the miraculous. The reason why that he was trying to build their faith it's because he needed them to cross to the other side. And that was the Red Sea. So now they get to a place to where they're hemmed in on both sides by mountains. The Red Sea is in front of them. And their enemy is coming on their rear flank. And I don't think that Pharaoh and his army were coming to kill the Israelites. They were coming to recapture them take them back to Egypt and make them slaves because they had made this statement. They said, what have we done? They, they, all of a sudden, they realized that we've lost those who serve us. They wanted them back. And when God is testing your faith, he is delivering you, first of all, from the enemy that's chasing you, things from your past that want to come back and recapture you, bring you back into captivity, bring you back into bondage. And the other thing is the Lord wants you to cross to the other side, faith to faith. This is about God bringing us into another dimension. Over my life, I can see how God has, every time he's taken me through the impossible, it's because he was bringing me into another level. Hear me, you, you can't walk on water unless you get out of the boat. You can't move in the supernatural unless you've lived in the impossible. And it, it's by the Spirit of the Lord that, that God brings us to these places. The three Hebrew children changed the king's heart and change the nation. But you can't change the nation and the king unless you're willing to get into the fiery furnace. This is why the Bible says, now brethren, no chastening for the moment seemeth glorious, but afterwards it does what it yields, the peaceable fruit of righteousness. What is righteousness? It's to give evidence or proof of a thing that you could not see with your natural eyes, but you could see it with your spirit man. Um, the natural realm always is declaring the opposite of what the spirit is speaking. This is why you have to have faith, because if you allow your natural eyes to determine what you believe, you're, you're always going to be in bondage. This is why the scripture says we don't walk by sight, but we walk by faith because everything in the natural 
will tell you that it's impossible. But when you have faith, it's the eyes of your spirit, man, that allow you to see the things of the Lord. Romans 1.17, the last part of our key verse we read, the just shall live by faith. And there, I, w I was raised in a realm to where, you know, people just believe, well, you know, God wants you to suffer and we shouldn't have a whole lot in this life and, and we should be willing just to, you know, be skimp by and have meager means. No, the just shall live. The key word is live. And the way you live is by faith. And this is what the word live means, to enjoy real life, to be active and blessed, endless in the kingdom of God. It is the will of God for you to be blessed. But uh, it, you know, for years, my wife and I, uh, we, we believe for land. And finally, you know, land's expensive in this day and age. And I finally decided, well, maybe it's just not going to happen. But we kept declaring. We would walk properties, and we would go look at them. And today, I have land. Why? Because I could see it in the Spirit. I have abundant life. God wants you not just to, to get by. God doesn't want to just meet your needs. He wants to fill your cup till it's full and overflowing. And so many, many times what you think is the end battle, it's not. It's God bringing you to a place to where he's creating you another level of faith, another level of strength for what you're getting ready to encounter. Uh, I want to go back and, and read this in 1 Samuel. Um, I love this verse, 1 Samuel chapter 17, and this is David, I believe he's talking to Saul, 1 Samuel 17 and verse 36, and uh, David is talking to Saul, because Saul is telling him, you know, you, you can't go out and, and take on this seasoned warrior that's a giant. This is what David said, thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine, speaking of Goliath, shall be as one of them, seeing hath defiled the armies of the living God. God allowed David to have an encounter with a lion and an encounter with a bear, which should have killed him. But the Spirit of God came on him, and he killed them. When the dust settled and, and this young man is standing there and he's looking at this dead lion and he's looking at this dead bear, obviously separate instances. What must have went through him when he's looking at this thinking, nobody's killed a lion with their hands. Nobody's killed a bear. Look what I have done. What did it do? It created such a realm of the supernatural belief in God that when Goliath came to defile the armies of the Lord and he so scared and intimidated the army of Israel that they're hiding in their tents and even their king won't go out to battle. When David saw the giant, he said, I'll fight him. How could he say that when everybody else was hiding in their tents? 
because not everybody else had killed a lion and a bear. David's faith, he had went from the faith that came from killing the lion and the bear to the next faith that when he looked at Goliath said, I can kill him. And he went out and he did that very thing because God had already prepared him. You say, Pastor, we went through a lot of things in our life. And you know, I, I think of, of, of what we all encounter and it's difficult. You know, I, I, my dad died when I was a little boy and I've had rejection in ministry. We lived broke. Um, we, we had a son that was born over three months premature with almost a million dollar doctor bill. We, we struggled in ministry for years. We went through divorce. Uh, my mom almost died several times. And we look at what God has done. You know, we lost our son this year. But can I tell you that through it all, our faith is strong in God. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And you have to believe the word of God. And whatever you're going through, God's going to get you through it. I, I love this verse. This is in Isaiah 66. And God is speaking. He said, shall I bring to birth and then not be able to cause to bring forth? He said, can, can I make something come right up to the edge of being birthed? and then not cause it to be delivered? No. And in uh, Hebrews chapter 12, I love this verse. It says, not only is Jesus the author of our faith, in other words, he creates it, he starts it, he puts it in us, to every man is given that measure of faith. Not only is he the author of our faith, he is the finisher of our faith. That which he has promised, he is also able to perform. Now, one of the things is, as I wind up today talking to you, I want to, I want to give you a principle that I've learned. When we're getting ready to go through a, a, a real trial, many, many times God will give us a prophetic word or he'll, he'll drop something in our spirit out of the Bible or we'll hear somebody preach and we'll know that God is speaking to me about something. You just get this innate feeling that I'm getting ready to go through something. And so most of the time, God will let you know, you'll just have a feeling that you're getting ready to encounter something. Not all the time, but a good many, many times. When you get in the middle of that trial, and I want to go back to Noah, the scripture says in Genesis chapter 6 that, you know, Noah's gone on with his life. He's living in a, you know, a wicked generation. And God just shows up and speaks to him because he's found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And he says, build an ark. He says, because I'm going to send a flood. I'm going to cause it to rain. He's very, very specific to Noah. He says, I want you to build an ark. And then he gives him the exact dimensions and specifications for building this ark. When God left off talking to Noah, Noah's faith must have been extremely high. He's, he's just had the encounter of a lifetime with the creator of all things. And I mean, God didn't give him a general word. He is telling him line upon line what it's going to do, what is going to happen, how he's going to be delivered, how he's going to be preserved. Now, 
I don't know how long it takes to build the ark. It could have been 30 years, 50 years, 60 years. We don't know. But it was a long time, and it was a daunting task. And I'm thinking that, that Noah, let, let's, let's say he's 20 years into this. He's never seen a cloud, never seen any rain. All the wicked are still prospering. His, his whole life has, has changed. His dreams are put on hold because his life is consumed with building this ark that God told him to build. There had to be times that Noah got discouraged and all he needed was just a little word from the Lord that God would say, Noah, remember what I told you, you're right on key, it's gonna happen. And Noah would have been so encouraged that, yeah, God spoke to me and he just told me again that he's reminding me it's gonna come through and he'd go back out full of strength. Most of the time, when God sets you on a path of walking by faith, when you're in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the trial, God won't talk to you. I know this from experience. You can go to the Lord and say, oh God, I need to hear from you. I'm weak, I'm struggling, I need the word of the Lord. And you know what God's saying? I already gave it to you. Before you ever went into this, I told you, that I will never leave you, I'll never forsake you, I'll meet all your needs, I'm the God that healeth thee, you're gonna come out of this. And what God is saying, if I speak it once, it's enough. Hold on to what I said when you're in the middle of the valley. And when Noah got done building the ark, what happened? God began to talk again. He said, gather the animals in, and he began to give him direction. In the middle of the trial, when you're going from faith to faith, you're going to have to stand on what God has already said. Do not let the enemy steal your faith because whatever you're going through is preparation for a great victory that is yet ahead. So hold your ground, stand still, behold the salvation of the Lord, don't let the devil curse you with your own mouth, but you declare the righteousness of God because you're getting ready to go to the other side. I love you. God bless you. And uh, I want to say Merry Christmas. I'll see you next week. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.